Welcome to an idiotic podcast. I'm Joe Rothenberg, an idiot. Uh, what you just heard there was our brand spanking new theme music by the wonderful, amazing, and talented Ryan O'Connell. Thank you so much, Ryan, for that music. You can go to ryanomusic.com to hear more of Ryan's stuff. Uh, he is an amazing composer. Uh, he does more than just whistling. So, yeah, that was the most professional-sounding part of the podcast that you're going to get. So... Here we go into the other junk I do. Every episode, I open listener emails live on the show and do what you tell me. Sometimes I invent new body parts, and sometimes I sing seductive songs about Goofy. I have no idea what I'm about to do. It is all up to you. Email me your ideas at anidioticpodcast at gmail.com. So we're going to warm up by going to the podcast randomizer. This is a program I have on my computer that creates random prompts for me to do. Uh, some of them are good. Some of them suck. Let's see what I get. Okay. <laughs> so the podcast randomizer sometimes makes no sense. This says, reveal your friend's favorite friend in 10 seconds. And I have the initials AC. So I have to think of a friend whose initials are AC and their favorite friend in 10 seconds. I do not... I cannot think of any friends whose names start with A-C. So I, I'm going to go with my friend Andrew, and I'm going to say his favorite friend is me. No contesting that, Andrew. Uh, I have spoken. Let's move on. Okay. Oh, I actually really like this prompt. This says, research a romantic person from a hit song. Huh. A romantic person from a hit song. So to me, that actually means a person mentioned in the song. Not like someone singing the song. So let me think of a song that has a romantic person in it. Okay, I've found the perfect one. So according to this website, nme.com, the song Goodbye Norma Jean by Elton John is about Marilyn Monroe. So I didn't know this, but her real name is Norma Jean. Okay, so I'm on Wikipedia now. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe was born in 1926. She would be a few years older than my grandfather, who is 91, if she were still alive. Her hair was dyed. She was a brunette, and she dyed her hair blonde to make herself more employable. Wow. Where did the name Marilyn Monroe come from? She and 20th Century Fox executive Ben Lyon selected the stage name Marilyn Monroe. Okay, so now I'm on time.com. It says that she herself suggested the last name Monroe instead of her current last name, which was Doherty, which they were worried some people wouldn't be able to pronounce. She suggested Monroe because it was a surname on her mother's side of the family, while Lyon came up with Marilyn because she reminded him of Marilyn Miller of the Zigfield Follies. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Wow. Well, it goes on. I'm satisfied. I think we've done our due diligence here. Uh, that was a good one. Uh, good job, podcast randomizer. Let's see. Okay, let's get another one. <laughs> All right, I have an idea for this one. This says, whistle a normal business in a Muppet voice. I'm going to do the Manamana song, and I'm going to pick a business that would go well with that. So let's see. <laughs> Okay, I found a very normal-looking business. Uh, this is called the Montana Group, Business Brokerage Counseling. That sounds so normal. Um, looking at their website, they have like uh, what I assume is a picture of the mountains in Montana. Their logo is an eagle. That's pretty normal. And their website is two to three years out of date. Uh, copyright 2017. That's very normal. This is the perfect business. Okay, so let's do it. Montana Group. 
Montana group. Montana group. Montana group. Montana group. Montana group. Ta-da! Uh, so there you go, Montana group. You're welcome. Free advertising. And my heartfelt assertion that you are a normal-looking company. All right. Thank you, Podcast Randomizer. Let's move on. Okay, I got a good one here. This says, insult the 40-second riddle in 10 seconds. So I'm going to go to riddles.com. I'm on the best riddles page, and I'm going to find the 40-second entry. The riddle says, how do you spell cow in 13 letters? How do you spell cow in 13 letters? Hmm. Longhorn? I'm going to say longhorn steer. L-O-N-G-H-R-S-T-E. That's not enough letters, and that's probably not what they're going for. Or you could spell cow, 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 cow. That would be 13 letters. Okay, here's the answer. Oh, that's so stupid. It says C-O-W. Spelled S-E-E-O-D-O-U-B-L-E-Y-O-U. I'm going to start the timer. I have 10 seconds to insult it. That was utterly stupid. Uh, That curdled my milk. Uh, That made me wish I never ate a steak. Okay. (laughs) Time's up. That was 10 seconds of insulting that riddle. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I'm feeling two more from the podcast randomizer. Then we'll move on to listener submissions. Oh, this is interesting. Compliment the 72nd word from history. Is there a way I can find out what the 72nd word ever was? (laughs) Okay, I'm on some random forum called mollybdenimj12.imascientist.org.uk slash questions. So this sounds reliable. Somebody asks, what was the first word ever reinvented? Great grasp of the English language there. And then some random people answer. One has one like. This says, according to wiki answers, the first word ever uttered was ah, which meant hey. (laughs) This was said by an Australopithecine in Ethiopia more than a million years ago. How do they know that? (laughs) Well, that makes sense. I might even suggest that the first word ever uttered was wah, because that Australopithecine was probably a baby once. Uh, Okay, so that's the first word ever was ah, but what's the 72nd word ever? That would be really hard to figure out, wouldn't it? Okay, I found a loophole. Uh, I'm going to reinterpret this to mean the 72nd word that means ever. So I am now on thesaurus.com looking at the word ever. I'm going to count all the different synonyms and find the 72nd one. Okay, 72nd word. This is an adjective that means over. It's additionally. Okay, so the word additionally, this is as close as I can get to the 72nd word ever. Yeah, so I, I need to compliment the word additionally. I like how it has a lot of syllables. A, di, shun, all, E, that's five syllables for a very simple concept that just means also. 
or and. So I like <laughs> I like additionally because it's a way to say and in five syllables instead of one. It also has a lot of letters and it's could it's potentially hard to spell. Also, it contains all of the letters in and. A D D I T I O N A L L Y. So, in other words, I like it because it's a way to sound smart when you're not. Or it's a way to prolong what you're about to say. <laughs> so, I guess it would be really good if you need time to think about what you're going to say next. Because you could say, instead of and, you could say, additionally, and then you sound smart and you have time to think. I have a suspicion that a lot of politicians probably use the word additionally. Be on the lookout for that. All right, last one. Let's do one more from the podcast randomizer, then we'll go to the listener mailbag. <laughs> okay, podcast randomizer. This says, recommend a random instrument on a scale of 1 to 86. Okay, I'm assuming 1 is terrible and 86 is the best ever. So let's find a random instrument and I will choose how much I want to recommend it. I'm also given the letters MW. So let's see if I can find an instrument that has those letters in it. Is that still random? I don't know. Okay, so I'm on worldcentralmusic.com. Sorry, .org. As far as I can tell, there are only two instruments that start with M and contain the letter W. Those instruments are... Oh, I love these. The midwiz, which is a North African and Arabic double reed pipes made out of cane. Or the mizwad, a bagpipe with a joined double chanter terminating in two cow horns with a skin bag made from sheepskin. Wow, that's great. So I'm going to eeny, meeny, miny, mo this. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. That lands me on mizwad. Okay, let's look up mizwad. Oh, wow. If you can, I recommend Googling Mizwad. It looks like a melted roast turkey with a straw and two horns. I wonder what it sounds like. I found a YouTube video simply titled Mizwad. Uh, so let's hear what it sounds like. Well, all right, I'm going to be I'm going to be frank. It's not my favorite sound in the world. It sounds a little bit like a glitching Game Boy cartridge. Um, but I have to give it points for style. And I, I you know, in an ensemble, I could see how this would be uh, an interesting sound and probably with some cool dancing. So, uh, let's see, on a scale of 1 to 86, I would <laughs> I would give the Mizwad. Oh, a solid 57. Uh, uh, it's getting points for being made out of sheepskin. That's that's quality material for being original, points for originality. But I can see why this is not as popular as, say, a guitar or a piano. Because it kind of looks like you have a straw in an animal's butt. So there's my assessment of the Mizwad. If there's any Mizwad players listening, please let me know how Mizwads can be uh, used for great musical impact. Uh, let's move on now to my inbox. Let's see what people are requesting that I do on this wonderful podcast. Okay, so here's some good ones. I, I am torn. I, I'm going to do a couple from Chelsea. Thank you, Chelsea. She sent in a bunch, so I'm going to pick which ones I feel like doing today. Okay, this says, read the best five-star Olive Garden reviews, like the old lady who says the breadsticks are fantastic. 
I don't know if this is a meme or what. I'm not very tuned in. Okay, here's some Olive Garden reviews. I'm on trustpilot.com. I am sorting only for five-star reviews. <laughs> okay, I like this one. This is by It's Me, Brandy. Uh, she does not include any punctuation, so I'm going to read it as written. It says, and I quote, My client and his wife and I had lunch at... The Olive Garden at 1300 East Salt Lake City, Utah. We was served by a Erica around 2 p.m. on January 9th, 2020. She was awesome at her job. Make sure we had all we needed. Very sweet and amazing waitress. We give her 10 stars if it would be available to do so. <laughs> okay, so that's a very sweet review. I feel bad for making fun of it. Let's move on. Okay, here's a really long one. They had a lot to say, so let, 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 let's see. Okay, this user says... So our waiter, Jordan, parentheses male, was amazing. His customer service, I feel like saying his customer service would tell us that Jordan was male. Ordering, getting it all right, but the next table we were laughing and joking with, for goodness sake, it's Christmas. <laughs> People, their waiter was unacceptable. He told them, if I'm interrupting you by asking you if you want cheese, by all means, carry on and I'll just find something else to do. He said some really off-the-wall junk. His name was Daniel in the Bossier City. La location. If he was our waiter, I'd have left. He even said to me on the way to the restroom that he was not jealous, so whatever. Total jerk. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't frequent I don't frequent Olive Garden often, since I am an experienced chef myself. But Daniel has poor customer service and was very offensive. Jordan was tipped forty dollars just because he saw what was happening and did not play into it. I only ordered a soup and salad, $7.99. The chef saw it. He was standing there while waiter X was acting obnoxious. You already said it was Daniel. You're not hiding his identity. Merry Christmas and may they find better wait staff. Oh yeah, the hyper redhead seating folks was in the bathroom, asked me about my experience, and I said our waiter was fine, but if I had Daniel, I'd have left. If he thought he was funny, someone should just tell him, shut up, take order, shut mouth, the end. Oh, by the way, I never do reviews, but he was absolutely sickening, barf. That was a five-star review. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say. This is like, this is a five-star review that is mostly about how much they hated Daniel. And they tipped Jordan 500%. For an $8 soup and salad, basically it sounds like because he wasn't Daniel. I feel bad for Daniel. What was Daniel's sin? It sounds like Daniel's only sin was joking around with the diners. Boy. All right, last one. This says, best lunch ever. Me and my family came in here for excellent lunch and it happened. <laughs> this is my new favorite place. XXX. Three kisses, no hugs. Okay, wow, well, that really kind of makes me want to go to Olive Garden. I, I hope I don't get Daniel. Actually, Daniel sounded great. I just hope I don't have to sit with that person who, who vexingly disliked Daniel. Okay, thank you for that one, Chelsea. Uh, since you have sent in so many, let's do one more. This one would be dangerously close to doing an actual product review, which I don't really want to do on the podcast, so I'm not going to say the name of the company. Full disclosure, I happen to know Chelsea. I went with her to her work, which is one of those places where you can bicycle in place, and it's like 
cycling class with music. They're very popular right now. Chelsea invited me to one of these classes and I went. Uh, so so here's, here's her prompt. It says, take a class at her workplace and tell us about your experience. So I, I went to this place. I've never been to a place like that before. It was a little bit scary. I came in my athletic clothes, which is a t-shirt and basketball shorts and tennis shoes. Everyone was very nice that I talked to. There was a huge crowd of people in there. Everybody was getting ready for this class because they had an instructor there who was a superstar. And so people were like flocking from all over to make sure they really, that they had this instructor. So I was very honored to be in the class with this instructor. They changed my shoes. You have to wear special shoes that lock into the bike. I had a little cubby, a little locker that I could put all my valuables in. I felt very safe leaving all my valuables in there. I didn't think anybody was going to steal them. I think if you are paying 30 bucks for cycling classes every week, you're probably not going to need to steal from a podcaster slash internet cartoonist. So uh, we went into the class. I felt like I was part of like a stampeding herd of buffalo that was very rhythmically in tune. So they turn out the lights. There's like a disco ball. I think they do candles or something. And the instructor is up in the front and like there's this music going on and the instructor is saying inspiring things and showing you how to like move your body up and down while you're cycling. I'm pretty sure I did it all wrong. I hunched my back weird. It, it was it was hard to keep up, kind of, but... I didn't feel that bad. I looked around. There were a couple other people who were off rhythm with me. But it, it was it was wild. It was like this tribal experience where everybody is exercising in rhythm together and like hooping and hollering. And you're there's like this part where you get weights. There's they have these like mini weights on the bike, and so you're lifting tiny weights while you're biking. And you can do like push-ups on your bike itself. It felt very weird. It was like uh, hacking bicycling to do all kinds of working out at once. Chelsea was in there. Not gonna lie, she may have laughed at me at several points. I'm cool with that. Yeah, and I got very sweaty, and then we left, and I felt pretty good, honestly. I enjoyed it, and I think they have a very genuine community aspect to uh, what they do, and I think I I see why people come week after week. They make friends there. I I think it fills like a community role for some people. Um, So that was really cool, and I thought everybody was very welcoming. So yeah, that was my experience. Okay. So I'm going to remind everybody, send me your prompts at anidioticpodcast at gmail.com. That's anidioticpodcast at gmail.com. Send me something you want to hear. Send me something you don't want to (laughs) hear. And you'll get to hear it. And, And we'll see how it goes. So this last one here is sent in by Vicky. Thank you, Vicky. Uh, it says, gargle the national anthem. That nation being the United States of America, I assume. I am podcasting out of Austin, Texas. This feels like the perfect way to end the podcast. I'm going to get some uh, gargleable materials, uh, such as water. Okay, here, here we go. <laughs> Ah, 
Okay, so I may have skipped a verse here and there, but that's probably more than you wanted to hear anyway. Uh, thank you for that submission, Vicky. And, and thank you for listening to an idiotic podcast. I hope this has been idiotic. I trust it has been. Uh, don't forget to write into an idiotic podcast at gmail.com with your ideas of stuff for me to do. Please do it. I need more prompts. If I can do it from the comfort of my desk chair and it's not dangerous, expensive, or socially reprehensible, there is a very good chance I will do your idea on the show. No ideas too random or too stupid. <laughs> And as you can tell, that's the truth. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening right now and leave a five-star rating, please. For more idiocy, follow me on Instagram at Joe Tato Chips. That's J-O-E Tato Chips, where I regularly post comics and art. Once again, my theme music is by the fantastic Ryan O'Connell of RyanOMusic.com. Thank you so much, Ryan. And I would be eternally grateful if you would visit my website and check out my amazing prints at JoeRothenberg.com shop. Bestseller is still that Steamboat Mario print. Uh, get it while it's hot. This week's highlighted print, I'm going to highlight the Meowdy Cat poster. If you're a cat lover and a Texas lover, or you just like cowboy stuff, I've got a lovely little print here of a cute little kitty cat with a cowboy hat and a bandana, and it says, Meowdy Partner. It's very cute and adorable, and uh, you should check it out on my website at joerothenberg.com shop. Okay, I think we're done here. We did it. Thank you again for listening, and remember, you are never too smart to be an idiot.